If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's completely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I am Jacob Brown. It is week one of the NFL. Starting this week, we are finally here, joined with CJ Yuri today. We're going to go over all of our division picks. We're going to bet every single game today, and we're going to talk everything NFL, all the storylines, everything. This whole entire pod going to be dedicated to football. Uh, so how are you doing today, CJ? Week one, NFL, it's back. I am doing absolutely amazing i'm so beyond excited i've been up here in northern michigan hanging out with my dad it's football weather it's about 50 degrees outside and we're gonna go out there grill a little bit soon with my dad and then i'm gonna watch the dolphins beat the patriots at one o'clock and then watch red zone the rest of the day so i am beyond excited i've been waiting for football for so long and just glad that we get a chance for it to be played yeah, well, I don't know about the Dolphins winning today, but we'll get into that later because uh, even though the Patriots don't have their guys, I think they're still a good football team. Good enough to beat Dolphins week one, maybe by week six. The Dolphins are a better team. I think week one, though, New England's always more prepared, but we'll see. Uh, so we're going to get right into it here. Uh, start with the NFC East. We're going to talk about our division predictions. I think we can both agree the Washington football team, they're going to be last place in that NFC East. Uh, and then the Giants will be third. So those are kind of, everyone's kind of agreeable on that. But in terms of who's going to win the division, it's obviously between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Currently, right now, I'm probably going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. And actually, not probably, because this is the show. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles to win the NFC East. I think they're just the more complete team. you got to look at it this way. Who's got the best coach? I think it's Philly, Doug Peterson. He's won a Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl, but a really long time ago, you could debate with him. He should have won more with Aaron Rodgers. I think Doug Peterson, the better head coach. You look at GM, Philly's got a better front office, period. You look at quarterback. When Carson Wentz is on the field, he's the better quarterback over Dak Prescott. The Eagles upgraded their secondary finally. They got Darius Slay from the Detroit Lions to be their star corner. They also had a pretty good draft. They lost Vitae in the offseason on the offensive line, so that's a little bit of a big blow, uh, but they replaced him. So I look at the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're a more complete roster. They also drafted at receiver, um, and they upgraded with Goudreau at – not Goudreau, um, receiver from San Francisco, name blanking right now, but they got him as well. Uh, so they've upgraded even the weapons for Carson Wentz. I know Miles Sanders is out today, but they're facing Washington, so they'll probably win. Not going to impact them in the long term. And as for the Cowboys, I look at them. Yeah, Dak's got all the weapons, sure, but their defense is a little shaky. Uh, Gerald McCoy out for the year. They just lost someone else for the year. Uh, so, you know, always with the Cowboys, I think with them, they're going through a coaching change from Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy that's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. And I think that Dak, he's always had these weapons. He's always had these tools. And he hasn't done much with it. And so uh, I, I like the Eagles better as a complete team. What about you, CJ? So I think for the NFC East, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboys fan. 
don't like the Cowboys at all. But here's the thing. I think Dak Prescott balls out this year, shows Jerry Jones what, what he was going to miss out on if he didn't give him his money. I think Dak Prescott's going to get even more money after he balls out this season. I'm not saying that they're going to be a deep playoff team, but this roster is easily the best in the division by far and away. It might not be the best coached in recent years, but I like Mike McCarthy, and he's a clear upgrade over Jason Garrett. So I'm going to go Dallas, Philly. Now, I want you to watch out for Philly and the New York Giants. I actually like the Giants to be where around the 500 mark, whether it be a game above or a game below. So, and you never know what the Phillies, uh, the Phillies, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles went into Miami last year and lost during the tank year for the Dolphins. So you really don't ever know what the Eagles. Now this week, they're starting off with no Miles Sanders and they had drama with Zach Ertz, who Zach Ertz says, I don't feel like they want me here. There are some bad problems going on in Philly. Now, I'm not saying that the team's going to implode. I still think they're good enough to be second in the division and around a wild card because Carson Wentz is very good on his day. But I do want you to watch for the Eagles-Giants. Second and third, they're going, to inter- uh, they're going to change that lead a few times during the year, and then Washington at the cellar. Yeah, I think the Eagles, I mean, you can go either way. I just think uh, last year you look at it, yeah, they lost to the Dolphins one of those weeks, but they still won the division. And Colin Cowherd says this all the time. He said, you know, Carson Wentz won that division with a deck of lawn chairs for receivers. And so now he's got upgraded receivers. And Ertz is still going to play regardless of the contract situation. Um, but you, you have a point, though, because in NFL locker rooms, you need it to be cohesive and everyone to be on the same page. And when you have your star tight end, not even knowing if, the, if his front office or his coach wants him for the money that he's asking for, it can get a little touchy there. But we always know the Cowboys have their drama, too. They always have something go wrong. Uh, and, and that's usually what gets in the way of them. They usually mess up on their own accord. Um, so that, that's my opinion. But I'm glad you brought up the Giants. I'm obviously a Giants fan. Um, but they are better than people think. You actually look at that offense. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, generational running back. Daniel Jones is better than people thought he can be. Uh, he doesn't exactly throw the ball down the field. But he's a good system quarterback. He can actually run. And that's a good thing. He's a mobile quarterback. And you look at his weapons, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate. He's really good with Darius Slayton. Then they have Evan Ingram at tight end. So they've they've got some weapons at the Giants' side. And now finally they're upgrading that offensive line with Andrew Thomas at left tackle. They got a few corners, including uh, James Bradbury. So they did upgrade in a lot of regards. They're not good enough to beat the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, but they're going to be a thorn in team sides. I think they're going to, you know, Teams are not just going to walk into these Giants games saying this is an automatic win. This team is good enough to compete with all these teams on a weekly basis. Um, So we move on to the NFC North. This is going to be a really interesting division, too, because you can make an argument for any of these four teams to make the playoffs. I'm not saying any of these four can win the division, but you could certainly make an argument for any of the four to make the playoffs. So currently my order of the division, and I really wrestle with this one because it's so tight. I have Vikings at one. Packers at two, Lions at three, uh, Bears at four. And I know a lot of people are on the Lions this year, and I'm one of them. You look at that offense, you've got Stafford, a top 10 quarterback. You've got DeAndre Swift and Carryon Johnson at running back with Galladay and Marvin Jones at receiver, Hawkinson at tight end. That's one of the best offensive groups in the league with a top 10 quarterback. I know they lost Darius Slay, but they did go into the draft and get their corner Okuda from Ohio State. So maybe that's a swift transition there. The only thing I question with the Detroit Lions is Matt Patricia. He's been god-awful. His record's terrible. So that's one thing to look at. But I look at the Bears, man. There's no way I can trust Mitch Trubisky. 
at quarterback. No way I can trust Nick Foles. Now that defense is amazing, but that's not good enough even for me in this division to get third place. What about you between the Lions and Bears? Yeah, so between the Lions and the Bears, I like the Lions more. I just don't – I don't like the QB situation in Chicago. Mitch Trubisky won the job, which – well, honestly, what people don't understand is, is they brought in Nick Foles for this exact reason, to make Mitch Trubisky win the job in training camp. Because the last couple of years, he hasn't had anybody to compete with for that job. So now clearly Mitch has won the job and he came to training camp looking sharp. I, I, you know, a couple of years ago, I didn't really mind Mitch Trubisky and they were a field goal away to going to the second round of the, the NFL playoffs. So, but I really like the Lions this year and I'm going to go ahead and say this. Vikings, Detroit, or Vikings, Green Bay, Detroit. Oh. I think Green Bay, Detroit will be um, tied at the end of the season in terms of record. I wow. think they'll be tied 10 and 6, 9 and 7, something like that. And then I'm going to go Chicago will be around like 7 and 9, uh, 8 and 8. But I like the Lions this year, and I think that they'll, I think they're good enough to squeak into that wild card. But here's what people don't get. Once we go down the list and go to the NFC South, you got the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Saints in that division. Not everybody can make the playoffs. Only 16 teams make it. So the wild card this year is going to be like every week counts this year for the yeah. NFC wild card. But that NFC North, in my opinion, is um, the second hardest division in the NFC. Yeah, so, outside of the that's, NFC those, West. That's my prediction. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the NFC West. Yeah, the, the NFC West for me is, is takes the cake, but. Yeah. Anyway, and on to the NFC South. Yeah, I mean, and also you brought up the point with the wild card race being tight. There's that extra team this year that they added to the playoffs. So now it's three wild cards every year instead of two. So that's going to get that extra team in there. I really like it. My my thought process with playoff spots is always if it's under 50% or, you know, my max is 50% of the league making the playoffs, it's a gift. If you go over half the league making the playoffs, then it becomes a problem because then it's like, well, if I've got over a half, you know, 50-50 shot of making the playoffs, it's, it's almost like it's not even a goal at that point. You're almost going to make it if you've got a good enough roster. But right now, perfect amount of teams. But, yeah, we'll move on to the NFC South because this division's great. I love it. Uh, this is another four teams you could really talk about. The Carolina Panthers, people should not be, you know, just looking at them and saying, oh, you know, they sold off all their defense. They don't have a team. No, no, no. Teddy Bridgewater, you look at him in the last few years – He's top five in the NFL in winning percentage. That, that's all quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater. Everywhere he goes, he's able to pick up the playbook very quickly and win football games. He's got an all-world running back in Christian McCaffrey. He's got Robbie Anderson, who they signed at wide receiver, and they've got other weapons as well. Carolina's not a team to sleep on. They're probably going to be 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, and nine, but they're going to be just like the Giants in the NFC East to me. They're going to be that team that you can't just walk in there and say, this is a win. They're a good enough roster to eke out wins against some of these teams. I do think they're going to be fourth place, but they're going to push some people. I think Falcons in third, uh, they're a good roster, but their defense is a little shaky. Todd Gurley, who knows what happens with him? He's had the knee issues. If he can come back and be Todd Gurley, that's a different story. I don't know if that's going to happen. Obviously, you've got Julio Jones and Ridley on receiver. Matt Ryan, top 10 quarterback. So the only thing with me for them is – defense they're going to really have to play tight defensively especially in a division with two high caliber offenses with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints I have the Bucs in second place 
People don't want to say that the Bucs are going to be a Super Bowl contender. They absolutely are. Even with me in the beginning, when they got Brady, I was like, oh, here everyone comes. Everyone's going to say Brady to the Super Bowl. And even me, I was on the fence. But then they had the NFL draft. Then they had free agency. You look at their roster. They've got four running backs. Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Shady McCoy, Keyshawn Vaughn, who they drafted. Three tight ends, Gronk, Brait, and O.J. Howard. Two receivers, Evans and Godwin. They had a top 10 offensive line last year. They drafted Tristan Wirfs in the draft. He's going to play right tackle. And they even finally upgraded their secondary. And they already had a good D-line. Ndamukong Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, all those dudes, uh, Levante David. They've got a stacked defense. But I think the New Orleans Saints, they're on a mission this year. This is probably Drew Brees' last season. They got upgrades at receiver. I forget who they got. Uh, I think it's um, Emmanuel Sanders they signed at receiver to go along with Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara just signed his contract extension yesterday. And Drew Brees is on a mission. I think they're going to win this division. What about you, CJ? This one's tough. This is very tough. But, you know, this is – I like the Falcons a lot this year. I really do. So, I'm going to go Saints. I think that this is your last year. This is the last year for the Saints to win the Super Bowl because next year, I don't think that they're going to be able to have this core of guys. Uh, they just paid Kamara the bag. Michael Thomas is getting paid. This guy's on defense. Like Cam Hayward needs to get paid. Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Who knows how much longer he can go. But I like the Saints in this, in this division. I'm going to go Saints, Falcons. I'm going to say the Falcons. I like the Falcons a lot this year. People forget they added Todd Gurley, who is fully healthy. And they've added pieces to the defense. And they did not fire Dan Quinn, which was a great move. Stay with the process. Dan Quinn, Matt Ryan, they're going to be good this year. I like it a lot. People don't get the Tampa Bay Bucks defense ain't good. They're not no, good. No, no, no. They've got a good D-line. They've got a good D-line. Yeah, but the secondary is god-awful. I mean, yeah. God-awful. But the, hey, the, but the, Chief, the Chiefs secondary was bad last year. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes has an arm of gold. <laughs> Tom Brady doesn't I mean, have that arm. What did I say last year? Hey, Tom yeah. Brady's arm, like the ball deflates in the air, I swear. Like, he couldn't make it out to, like, anything above 20 yards. I'm telling like, look, I think the Bucks are going to be good, but the NFC is stacked. Like, dude, okay, put it this way. Mike Evans has been above 1,000 receiving yards every year since he's gotten to the league. Okay? Right. Yeah, Jameis Winston threw it to the other team a bunch of times. He had a cannon of an arm. He could reach it to anyone on the field at any point. Brady doesn't have that arm anymore. He doesn't have a laser arm. He just doesn't make many mistakes. But in the NFC, you have to win a shootout. Today, he's going to have to compete with the Saints team. He is going to have to make some unreal throws because Breeze is going to make those throws. The Saints defense is very good. I just don't think that on, in these games that are going to have to be a shootout because Breeze is going to pick pick apart that that uh, Buccaneers secondary. Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, they're going to pick apart that secondary. Don't care what anyone says. They're going to at least be able to put up 20. Okay? So you're saying, okay, Brady, you do it. 
and I need to see it because I didn't see it last year. They just had a very good defense and easily the easiest strength of schedule in the league. Start off eight and zero. After that, when they actually got into the nitty gritty of their schedule, they weren't that good. Anyway, I go Carolina fourth, who I also think will probably be around like seven, six or seven wins this year, and then the following year I think the Panthers will be very good, but. I think you'll see today. I, I could eat my words today because if Brady and the Bucks look like legit, then I'm going to be like, okay, well, I already made my prediction and I already regret it, but I don't think I will. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting with Brady, but the thing to me is he still won the division last year with the Patriots with no weapons. This year he can kind of be protected from all the weapons that he has. You have four running backs, man. Like you could, they could go full running offense just using the dip and dunk with Brady. And let's be honest here, Drew Brees is not the throw it down the field 50 yards quarterback anymore. He's mostly a system QB dip and dunk guy. And that's not a, a, a dick, uh, excuse me, that's not a diss on Drew Brees at all. He's just old. I mean, he's, you know, 38, 39, 40 years old, whatever his age is. He can't throw it down the field anymore. So he also kind of has to be, you know, dip and dunk type of guy, 15, 20 yard passes at most. And I, again, I think when you have the talent that Brady has with four running backs, three tight ends, two or three receivers, and a top 10 offensive line, he's just, he doesn't even have to be the Tom Brady of old. He can just kind of sit back there and do what he does. So it's, it's going to be interesting because, but I like that you have the Falcons at a good position because they are definitely being overlooked with the offense that they have, but it's going to be such a fun division. But let's move on to the NFC West. This is going to be, like we just said before, when we were talking about the NFC North, probably the best division in the NFC. You have the San Francisco 49ers, I think, clearly in first place. Uh, they, you know, they lost some guys, but they added to their team, unlike the Green Bay Packers, who you a while back on our show, CJ, you were complaining. The Packers got a quarterback in the first round. They didn't even upgrade their team. You look at the San Francisco 49ers. They I dropped Brandon. About that. They could have gotten Jordan yeah. in round two. No, I know. I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous. Dumb. And no. you know what? Honestly, dude, great, because they traded with the Dolphins. Yeah, right? I mean, you guys got As if the, the Dolphins were going to take two quarterbacks first round. Dude, Green Bay is in a whole other world of idiotic. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're a whole other world of idi- idiocy. And, and, and the big thing that gets overlooked with the Packers, too, real quick, they were 13-3 and three last year, but they were outgamed. Uh, so that's really a problem. So we'll see if that comes to bite them this year. Um, but you look at this San Francisco 49ers team. They added Brandon Ioke at receiver. They got Trent Williams for left tackle. He's a top five left tackle in the game. They did lose Breida, but they still have running backs. The thing with San Francisco and their running backs and Kyle Shanahan, he just needs running backs that can fit his system. That's kind of their running philosophy there. We just get guys in there that run our plays, and they'll be able to do well. And they also have McKinnon coming back this year, which is a big thing for them. George Kittle, total beast, best tight end in football. And, yeah, I think the uh, 49ers are going to have a great year. I have Seattle in second right now. This is tight for me between Seattle and the Rams. People forget the Rams were 9-7 and last year in a down year, and they had one of the toughest schedules in the entire league. Now they move into their new stadium. I think that's a bigger deal than people think. Even though there might not be fans there, you get your own place. They were playing in a college football stadium last year. Now they're gone with the Todd Gurley situation. That's out. They don't have to deal with that whole drama that they had last year. Uh, Brandon Cooks is gone. So now they have kind of – they have Cooper Cup and they have Robert Woods. They don't have to divvy up the receiving yards like they did last year between those three big egos. They have Higby at tight end. I like this Rams team. But Russell Wilson, man – 
every single year you count him out, he comes right back and wins football games. They're probably going to get Josh Gordon back halfway through the season. They have great running backs with Chris Carson and um, and uh, Penny, Rashad Penny. They've got great running backs. They have Greg Olson now at tight end. Who knows how that goes because he's been very injury prone and he was on the brink of retirement. But I like the Seattle Seahawks team. And then Arizona, man, any other division, I'm liking Arizona to potentially challenge some other teams. But they're just in a really tough division here. I, I think they're stuck. So I'm going – 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. What about you? So my favorite quarterback in the NFL likes to call his alter ego Mr. Unlimited. (laughs) You got to be unlimited. Who's that? Dangerous Wilson. My man, Russ Wilson, not only – not only will he win this division, he will be in the Super Bowl and he will be in the MVP discussion, Mr. Unlimited. The team that will win this division will be the Seattle Seahawks. San Francisco, number two. Boom. I like San Francisco this year. Third, the LA Rams. Fourth, Cardinals, who I like this year to make strides. I think that they fall short at 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and, and seven. But that is a good season for the Cardinals because they've sucked for three straight years. <laughs> so here's, here's what I'm thinking. Dude, Russell Wilson, people need to understand that he is in the discussion to be the best quarterback in the NFL. He is up there with Mahomes. He is better than Lamar Jackson. Don't care what anybody says. Don't care what anyone says. Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, when is Super Bowl first? Pat. Look at Russell's season last year. Unreal numbers. Unreal numbers. I had him in fantasy. He, I rode that boy like no tomorrow. Here we go. San Francisco. Dude, the defense is going to be nuts. I think they're still going to be a team around the 11-5 and five mark because they're just that good. But they had last year. Last year's Super Bowl loss was deflating. I don't – like, outside of Kittle, I'm not a fan of any wide receiver on that team. Yeah, They did yeah. draft Brennan Ayuk. I like Ayuk, but I need to see a four, four or five-game sample size from him. And he didn't, get an, he didn't get a traditional NFL preseason. That sucks. And then the Rams, I mean, look, dude, I think they screwed up paying Goff all that money a couple of years ago. They're starting to realize that. Goff looks lost out there half the time. He looks baked. Like, I'm, like I don't know what it is about him, dude. He just looks lost. They got the girly headache out of the way, but I don't know. Not not the biggest Rams fan this year. Um, I do like Cam Akers, though. I think Cam Akers will be pretty good on the Rams. And, you know, the Cardinals, I think they're going to make good strides. And I think the, the Kyler Murray to D-Hop and Kyler Murray to Kenyon Drake, I think that offense is going to be really fun to watch, but just not good enough in this division. you got to play these teams. you got to play the, the Niners twice, the Rams twice, <laughs> the Seahawks twice. That's it's rough. not a winning formula this year. Yeah. So. Anyway, that is it. Mr. Unlimited. Man, dude, I, I'd love to go Seattle for that division. I just can't. I mean, I love Russell Wilson just like you do, but it's just, I mean, you look at everything. San Francisco doesn't have a hole except for receiver. Um, so, I, you know, it's just so tight. Like, but, but I can't go with Seattle at one. So, I guess we have to pick our playoff teams now. So, obviously, I have Eagles, NFC East, Vikings, NFC North, Saints NFC South and the 49ers NFC West. My three wild card teams 
are going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, man. I got to make this on the spot here. So I'm deciding right now between the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Cowboys. I think they have a good enough roster to at least get in the playoffs, especially with the extra spot. They'll be eight and eight, nine and seven. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to make that third spot there. And the Packers, I think are going to miss the playoffs. I just think they're totally overrated. They also lost their two best tackling linebackers to the giants. Fackrell's gone. He was their leading tackler. So, I mean, not only were they outgained, not only do they not have a lot of offensive weapons for Rodgers, but, I mean, they don't even have a great defense anymore. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, they're just overhyped. It's just Aaron Rodgers. And we all know Aaron Rodgers is not a happy puppy right now with the whole Jordan Love situation. We've seen him in LaFleur kind of on the fence with that situation. I don't know. I, I just don't see the Packers making it. I could be totally wrong about that. Denying Aaron Rodgers a playoff spot can always come back to bite you. Um, but what do you think? Who are your eight playoff teams, excuse me, seven playoff teams in the NFC? Seven? Yeah, it's four division winners, three wild card. Uh, you're right. Okay, here's what I got. This is quite easy for me off the bat because here's the division winners for me. Dallas, Minnesota, New Orleans, Seattle. And then my three teams outside of that, the 49ers are for sure making the playoffs. Um, Packers. And then one more. That Eagles be... or Bucks or Falcons? Falcons. I have to. I have to do it. Wow. I have to. They're good. This, they're going to be good this year, dude. They're going to be really good this year. Yeah. I mean, right. they're, they're definitely overlooked. Uh, so let's go to the AFC. We'll finish with the AFC East because uh, I know that's your division. So we'll go with AFC West first. This is going to be another great division. I'm pissed, though, because Von Miller is out for the year. And I was going to pick Denver to make the playoffs, but now I can't because not only is he out, but Bradley Chubb's out. And I believe two of their offensive linemen opted out. So that's going to be a bit of a problem for them. I think Drew Locke, with those weapons, with everything surrounding him, could have squeaked in, especially with the Melvin Gordon sign. Um, Jerry Judy, wide receiver they drafted. Noah Font's a beast. Um, but I, I just don't think they have enough right now with their defense. I mean, you lose your two best pass rushers, that's a problem. So that they're not going to make the playoffs anymore. I look at this division, obviously Chiefs at one. I think the Broncos still get two. Chargers at three. Vegas Raiders at four. I think it's pretty clear cut. I think the Raiders are also better than people think. They had a pretty good draft, top five, top ten draft in my opinion. They got rugs at receivers. So that's going to be a big deal. But I think the Gruden car thing, that's a little, you know, they have a bit of a bad relationship there. Uh, but I also think they might get a little revved up here. They're, they got to represent Las Vegas now. They're in a new city. They've got to prove to Vegas they can be a real team. Their stadium, by the way, I don't know if you've seen it, them and the Rams stadium, absolutely incredible new stadiums. Can't wait to see the Rams and Chargers new stadium tonight for Sunday Night Football. But uh, what do you think about this AFC West division? The AFC West, wow. It's going to be Kansas City, Denver, Raiders, Chargers. And I don't wow. have too much to cover about them. Other than the reason why I'm picking the Broncos is I like the defense. I like the run game. And I think Drew Locke is going to be pretty good this year. All right, so that's the AFC West. Let's go to the AFC North. I've got the Ravens, obviously, winning the division. I've got the Browns in second. 
if Baker Mayfield cannot get to the playoffs with this roster, he's got to go, period. Uh, last year, not under pressure. This is not, you know, people rushing him. This is not under pressure last year. He had the worst QBR in the entire league. Now they got the offensive line upgraded. They got the offensive lineman from Bama, Mecky Becton. Uh, excuse me, that's not Mecky Becton. Who's the guy from Bama? The offensive lineman, his name's escaping Cedric Willis. That's right. So they got him at offensive line. They also signed Schobert for offensive line. So that's a big deal. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. You've got a full year of Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They upgraded on defense. I know Grant Delpit is currently injured. He might even be out for the year, but that's still a great draft pick. Nonetheless, they had a top five draft period and a great free agency showing. They got Austin Hooper at tight end. They got our boy Harrison Bryant at tight end and Njoku. You have that those offensive weapons. They got you an offensive line to protect you, and they upgraded the defense. They have to make the playoffs. This conference is also not as stacked as the NFC. They have room to make the playoffs, especially with the Broncos losing their, their pass rushers to start the year. Von Miller for the whole year, Chubb at least for now. I've got the Steelers in third and the Cincinnati Bengals in last. What about you? This is easy for me. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, oh. Bengals. Ben Roethlisberger is healthy. He Dude, lost no. He's on a revenge tour. He's had a year no. of rest. Big Ben. And the Steelers. And guess who has the best defense in the league? Steelers, Steelers don't have the Steelers. best defense in the league. The Steelers. No, they do oh, not. Oh, yes, they do. Oh. Minka, TJ Watt. The list goes on. They have a they have a they have a defense reminiscent of the fucking steel curtain. <laughs> the steel curtain. It is literally going to be Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Although I would really like to see the Browns succeed. I really would. But it's gonna be Ravens, Steelers. Better organizations, better franchises. Winning is in their DNA. It has never been there for the Browns. Ever. Already. Problems going into the season. Baker Mayfield has reversed his stance to kneel for the anthem. Drama. Odell Beckham clearly likes to have odd things done to him. <laughs> Problem. I think that they got the coach right. But here's the thing. The Steelers are better. Why? Because of the quarterback. The Browns have one of the best. The Browns on paper might have the best roster in the NFL. But guess what? It doesn't matter. If Baker Mayfield throws two interceptions a game and clearly changes the tempo of the game, the momentum, and it goes swings in the other team's um, favor, it doesn't matter. And they've got to play the Ravens twice. They've got to play the Steelers twice. And they don't have that easy of a schedule. I don't like the Browns' schedule this year. So that's that. That's all I got to say. The Bengals are just going to be – I feel bad for, for Joe Burrow. He's going to get – just obliterated this year oh yeah no. I, you know he's sitting there wishing that he was into his position in miami who doesn't doesn't have to start week one and can let the o-line gel and can start later in the year but anyway that is that all right so we'll go to the afc south there's going to be another tight division i've got colts titans texans jags um clearly jacksonville they're doing what miami was doing last year you've talked about it on our chat about how they're basically going the miami route retooling getting a quick rebuild and they're looking to draft either trevor lawrence or justin fields if they can tank well enough at the end of the year so i've got them in last i've got the texans you saw it on um thursday against the chiefs they got obliterated they just don't have the roster period 
Clowney's gone. He's gone. Watt is not what he used to be. He gets injured every single year. DeAndre Hopkins is gone, so you have Cooks and Fuller. That's still not that bad. So people are like, oh, Hopkins is gone. He has no weapons. He still has weapons. Cooks and Fuller are good enough, and he's got two running backs with David Johnson and Duke Johnson, but I just don't think the Texans have enough, period. Uh, Deshaun Watson is, is unbelievable. He's a top-five quarterback, but they just don't have enough. I like the Titans in second place. They just signed Jevion Clowney. Uh, and actually, you know, now that I think about it, I might have the Titans in first place. Uh, I'm going to reverse course there. I'm going to go Colts two, Titans one. I think the Clowney signing is big for them. They've got they they don't have anything different on the offensive side. They locked up Tannehill. They have Derrick Henry who's a beast. AJ Brown on the receiver end with other guys as well. The Titans won the division last or no 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 they did not win the division. They went to the playoffs, went to the AFC Championship game last season. Texans won the division. Right, and so. I think they win it this year. They've got the better roster now that they signed Clowney. But the Colts are a team to watch out for. That offensive line has always been good. They got the offensive lineman from Notre Dame. He's an absolute beast. They got Michael Pittman at receiver. They got Jonathan Taylor drafted him at running back to pair with Marlon Mack and some other guys. I like this Colts roster. They're a good roster. But Phillip Rivers, people forget, I get it, he has an offensive line but he was terrible last year for the Chargers, really bad. And so I don't know if he can just walk into Indy with a good offensive line with T.Y. Hilton and Pittman at receiver and two running backs and say, okay, we're just going to win the division now. The Colts have always had the foundation. I just don't know if it's enough. What about you for the AFC South? Titans, Colts, Texans, Jaguars. Not only will the Titans be the division winner this year, they will go far in the playoffs. They will go far in the playoffs. And now I'm not in the NFL. Going far is getting past round one. And I think they do that. I think the Titans are going to be good this year. I think they're good enough to be in the conference championship. The Titans' defense is legit. They are very good. Tannehill does not make many mistakes for the Titans. The O-line is good. Derrick Henry will run rampant again this year. I like A.J. Brown. I think that this team is good, and they're going to be good against good teams, which you need to be to season yourself for the playoffs. They're a tough team to play. Simple. They really are. What do you think about the Colts? Second, the Colts. I like Philip yeah. Rivers. He's going he's gonna to enjoy an O-line that is actually good and fully functional. He's going to have a coaching staff that knows how to get the best out of their players. They did that last year. They were in the, they were in the playoff hunt from week one on to week 10 with a very unstable quarterback position. And on top of that, I like the running backer, Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack. That is a good one-two punch. Jonathan Taylor today, I think, will have a great game. He's going to rush for 75-plus. Somebody to look at for your DraftKings. Hey-oh. Third, we have the Texans. This is a great year for the Miami Dolphins to own the Houston Texans' first-round pick. They don't look good, and Bill O'Brien looks terrible as a coach. Deshaun Watson will still put up good numbers, but that defense is not good. And then the Jags are tanking. They will be in the sweepstakes for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Yeah, I completely agree. So let's move on to the division that you've been waiting for. And I guarantee you I'm about to hear something that I don't want to hear. But here we go. I got the Bills winning the division. They're not a great team necessarily. But you know what? Sean McDermott gets the most out of that roster. He's a great coach. Devin Singletary, our boy from FAU, I think he's going to have a fantastic year. Stefan Diggs, John Brown at receiver. The thing with – Josh Allen, though, he's not a good quarterback, period. He's got to improve. 
and he's lucky that he's in the AFC East. Let's just say that. He's just got to improve. He's dead last in a lot of QB rankings. That's not good at all. He's a picks machine. He's got a big arm, but he's got to improve, period. I've got the Dolphins in second place. I got him at either seven and nine or eight and eight. I think these first six weeks, they're going to struggle with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Then they'll put Tua in for the easier part of their schedule. Uh, I think they're probably going to put him in against the Jets. I feel like that'll be his first game. Uh, I think they're a great team. They upgraded everywhere in the NFL draft. They upgraded in free agency. Just because they lost a bunch of games last year and they were tanking doesn't mean they can come back the next year and be a good team. They have a really good roster. They're complete in all areas, in my opinion. Just not good enough yet to make the playoffs. I've got Pats in third place. This team, they had the most opt-outs in the NFL. I feel like that's a little Bill Belichick uh, little maneuvering there, kind of telling his players, hey, listen, we kind of want to tank here, get a little bit of a high draft pick. Just go take the year off. Come back next year. We'll be right back at it. I'm going to be really excited to see Cam Newton, first year with the Pats, coming back to the NFL. I think he can have a good year. Um, but the, also, not just the opt-outs with the Patriots, but they lost a ton of free agents again. We all, And obviously, no Tom Brady. That's the big glaring uh, omission from this roster. First time in 19 years without the Hall of Fame quarterback. And then the Jets. No Jamal Adams. C.J. Mosley opted out. Their receivers are already injured. Denzel Mims. All those dudes are already out. Anum was gone. Robbie Anderson's gone. Le'Veon Bell. I don't think he's enough. Sam Darnold struggled too much. They're in last place. What about you, AFC East? Honestly, man, I'm not going to lie. I've got the same board here. I think the Bills are clearly the best team in the AFC East. I just don't think it's by that much. I think that the Miami Dolphins defense is really good. You're going to see it today. Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, Kyle Van Noy. Um, the list goes on. Uh, Christian Wilkins, dude. And then, you know, Devon Godshaw, which that's a guy – you know, you should really watch this year. He's going to be one of the better D tackles in the league. He's been getting more recognition as the years go on. At the offensive side of the ball, I like the O-line. It's a new-look O-line, but give it a couple games. They're going to be good. They're stacked at guard right now. They've got Teddy Karras, who came over from the Patriots from center. I like him a lot, and he's a little bit on the younger side. Left tackle, Austin Jackson, first-round pick. He's been having a great camp. And then a right tackle, you got Jesse Davis, who's also been good but they've got the guys to rotate in and out. So that's what I like to see. Flowers and Kinley at guard. I think it's going to be good. Ryan Fitzpatrick just experienced the tragic loss of his mother. I think he balls out the season in her honor. Rest in peace to uh, Ryan's mom. And I also believe that the, the receiving core can, has, leaves a little bit to be desired, but I do think that people underrate it. Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, very, very, very good. I like that especially for a team that hasn't been focusing on, on wide receiver in the last couple drafts. And then Mike Kosicki at tight end. I think he's one of your better ball catchers in the league. He's very athletic. I like the Finns to be second in, in this division. I don't like the patch this year very much. I do agree in a way the opt-outs and everything is a little bit fishy because if you're on the Patriots staff, you play football. So anyway, that's, those are my picks. All right, so now we got to do playoffs. So obviously, for my divisions, I got Bills, Bills, Ravens, Titans, and uh, AFC West Chiefs. So the wild cards. This is going to be tough because you can go really anywhere. The AFC is not as stacked. I'm I'm just thinking on the go here. I've got, oh man, I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs. Too good of a roster. I think the Colts make the playoffs. Too good of a roster. 
and now I'm, ch- I'm, I'm choosing between the Broncos or the Steelers. I think the Steelers slip in. I think the Steelers slip in, third wild card. They make the playoffs, 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. Ben Roethlisberger, like you said, on a mission, so that's our AFC playoff picture. Uh, who are your three wild card teams? Uh, so um, to round out, I had the Bills winning. I had the um, who else did I have? Let me just let me look down. You had Ravens and then Titans and yep. Chiefs. Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, and then I will go ahead and say my wild card will be Indy, Pittsburgh, and Denver. Okay, I could see it. I really can. They have a great roster. I had them in no doubt when, when Von Miller was healthy. But, I mean, you have two offensive linemen out, Chubb and Miller out. You know, Drew Locke's going to have some finessing to do. But, again, that extra spot, especially with the AFC not being that deep, you could be 8-8 eight and eight and make it. So, I think they have a good enough roster to be 8-8. Eight and eight. Although, you look at their schedule, and I'll pull it up now. They've got a really brutal schedule, and this is kind of why I'm not going with them. And let me uh, let the app load here. I'm loading it up here for the Denver Broncos. This week – they are facing – who are they facing this week? They're not playing. One second, guys. Yeah, I don't know if the Broncos are even playing this week. So, Denver Broncos. No, they are. They play Monday Night Football. Ten, oh, ten that's five. why I missed it. Yep, they play the uh, Titans. That will probably be an L, to be honest with you. But then they got Pittsburgh playoff team, Bucks borderline playoff team, according to you, playoff team to me. Jets, easy game. Patriots should be a win. Then they got the Dolphins. That'll be up in the air. I mean, by then the Dolphins could potentially be starting Tua. Um, Then they got the Chiefs, hard game. Falcons, hard game. Raiders, division matchup, could go either way. Chargers, division matchup. Then they got the Saints. Then they got the Chiefs. Then Carolina should be a win. Buffalo, division winner. Chargers and Raiders to finish out the season. So they're facing a lot of playoff teams, period. I mean, they've, they've got a tough schedule. Yeah, they do, but I don't know. I like what's cooking there, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, so let's go to the uh, betting here for the day. This is your expertise here, so we're just going to go through all the games, pick uh, the spread, and then you got to pick the winner as well. So we're going to start out with the Dolphins and Patriots. They have the Dolphins at plus seven, Patriots at minus seven. Who you got? Hold on. I'm just going to pull this up real quick. Okay, yeah, so Dolphins plus seven. Just wanted to make sure the line didn't change. Dolphins plus seven, Patriots plus seven. I like the Dolphins plus seven, and I like the Dolphins money line. Uh, Cam Newton hasn't had a single game, a single preseason game to learn the new playbook. He doesn't have nearly as many weapons as he did in Carolina. They've had some opt-outs on defense, and the Dolphins are hungry. And that intensity is going to be huge. No home crowd for the Pats, I don't believe. So I like the Dolphins money line at plus 300. Great value pick. Even okay. if ten dollars down is a thirty dollar return. Most betters for the most part across America, the average unit's around fifty to hundred dollars. That's a good return. The so Browns, Ravens, we got Browns at plus seven and a half, Ravens minus seven and a half. Um yeah, Ravens. Like close contest here. I like the Browns plus seven and a half for value. Uh for value there, because I kind of like this to be a close con- uh, close contest. Last year the the Browns came in and actually beat the Ravens thoroughly. And but I do like the Ravens just to win the game. Um, Jets, Bills. Uh, I don't like any of these picks. Uh, Bills minus six and a half. Jets plus six and a half. What I do like is the under at 40. 
So that, that is what I like, and I think the Bills will win. Raiders, Panthers, Raiders at minus three, Panthers at plus three. I like what Colin Cowherd said on his blazing five. Panthers plus three, Panthers to win the game. Seahawks, Falcons, awesome game. Seahawks are getting a point. I mean, it means nothing. It's a straight-up bet. I like the Seahawks to win the game. Um, so there you go. Take that as you will. And if you want to maximize your money, I like the over at 49. I think both teams score some points today. Bears, Lions, Bears at plus two and a half. Lions at minus two and a half. I like the Lions minus two and a half. And the Lions just win the game. Hey, no Galladay today, though. Yeah, I still like them to win the game. Okay. Uh, Colts, Jags. Colts at minus seven and a half. They're going to blow that out of the water. The Jags are tanking this year. Colts to win the game. Packers, Vikings. I got uh, I got Vikings minus two. I don't like the Packers team too much this year, especially after that willy-nilly draft pick. Um, but I do like the over at 44 and a half. You know that Aaron Rodgers is at the very least going to score up to 17 points with that offense. Chargers, Bengals, Chargers minus three, take that all day long. Um, I don't have much to say about that game. It's kind of a weird game, too. Cardinals, 49ers, I like the Niners minus six and a half. That defense is so damn good. And the Niners should just win the game. Bucks, Saints, I got – I'll take – oof. I'll take the over at 47 and a half, and then I'll take the Saints to win the game. Cowboys, Rams, Sunday Night Football. Cowboys minus two and a half. Take that, and they will, and the over will hit at 51 and a half. See, I'm not betting many unders this week. That's not very good. Steelers, Giants, Steelers to win the game, and I like the under at 46. And then Titans, Broncos, uh, I like Titans minus three. So that's that. Well, those are some good picks. I'm just, and then uh, there's one more the Eagles, Washington at minus six. Oh, uh, Washington plus six. Ooh, okay. All right. So no Miles Sanders today. That might have impacted no Miles that. Miles Sanders, Zach Hurts isn't happy. There you go. Okay. So uh, my winners, I'll just go very quick. Um, I've got Dolphins winning, Ravens winning, Bills winning, Panthers. I think the Seahawks pull it out today. Uh, then we got Eagles winning, Lions winning, Colts, Vikings, Chargers, Niners, Saints. I think the Rams pull it out tonight. Then Steelers, Titans. So we have all the same winners uh, which is kind of cool. So we, we've got uh, all the same winners today. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a great week one. Awesome that the NFL's back. Not only that, but we've got the NBA and NHL playoffs on today. We've got baseball on today. This is amazing. I mean, when you've got all of this on at the same time, it's so fun. Usually when all four are on at the same time, NBA and NHL are in their regular seasons around October when baseball's in the playoffs. But right now you've got two sports in the playoffs – Baseball in the final two or three weeks before the playoffs. NFL starting. College football yesterday. I mean, we've got everything going on. Uh, so this was just an NFL pod today. We're going to have strictly baseball later sometime this week. We're going to have another strictly hockey before the conference finals. Um, and then we're going to have strictly Rangers. Me and my dad are going to do the first one this week. And then we're going to have either one or two strictly sports coming out this week. So we said once the season start, we're going to start pumping these pods out. We already have strictly hockey. It's already on Spotify. The other shows are not on there yet because we haven't uploaded episodes. So once we do, I'll link those. But all you have to do, look up strictly hockey on Spotify. It'll be there and it'll be on all the other platforms that strictly sports is on strictly sports on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts a bunch of others. You can follow us on Twitter at Strict Sports FAU, Facebook and Instagram at Strictly Sports FAU. For CJ Yuri, I am Jacob Brown, and we will see you on Tuesday. All right, dude. Let's get it.